Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Today is Polly Campbell simply said we're talking about something that will change your life and mine. And it also happens to be one of my favorite topics. So listen up right here, right now on Polly Campbell simply said. Hello, hello, hello. This is Polly. And you're listening to Polly Campbell Simply Said, the podcast where we talk about how to live well, do good, and be happy so that we can do the work that matters and live the lives we want to live. Okay, and here's a question for you today. How would you feel if I showed up at your house and gave you a flower or a cupcake with some of that really thick buttercream frosting? How would you feel if I showed up and just dropped off a bouquet for no reason? Now... Let me ask you this. What if I ask you to do something, a job or a chore or a favor for me? And in return, when you were finished, I gave you a flower or a cupcake. Is there a difference in your feeling between the time I showed up at your house to drop off a surprise and the time you finished a task for me or did a favor for me and I gave you a cupcake? Would you feel differently? A group of researchers from the University of Texas, Austin, says you would. And in several experiments, they looked at this. They found that people experienced higher levels of happiness when they were given the cupcake for absolutely no reason at all. Rather than the time they received a cupcake for doing the chore or the task. So in one hand, the experiment, they earned the cupcake, right? They were paid in a cupcake after they did the test. They didn't know it was coming, but that's what they got. And in the other, people were just given the cupcake. The research was published in the Journal of Experimental Psychology, and I will link you to that in the show notes. But what they found is probably what you and I feel to be true already. When someone acts kindly toward us, we feel happier. We feel better. Random acts of kindness are powerful things. When we get the cupcake after the favor or the task, we feel good too. I mean, cupcakes, who doesn't? They're delicious. But we experience greater happiness, optimism, connectedness, a sense of belonging when someone in an act of kindness gives us the cupcake. When we receive something We didn't do anything to earn. 
Okay. Random acts of kindness are powerful things. We have talked about this before. We know this. We can feel it instinctually in our own life. And yet, guess what? We don't do them. The research also showed that we underestimate how powerful our personal acts of kindness can be. And we get caught up in overthinking the whole thing. We feel nervous that our gesture will be misinterpreted. Or we decide that our small efforts don't matter much anyhow. We feel silly if we're dropping by a cupcake. I mean, we've got bigger problems than cupcakes, right? So we downplay our own impacts. We downplay the importance of that act of kindness. Another thing that happens is we consider the inconvenience, the time, the effort, the money it might take to make the casserole or drop off the flour or buy the cupcake. Listen, I'm just telling it to you straight. If you ever receive cupcakes from me, you know they are store-bought. I am not a cupcake maker. But right? It's still the process. So we consider the inconvenience, the time, the effort, the money, and then we decide, oh, the effort, the money, the time uh, is too much for the small effect of the kindness. We will be inconvenienced more than it will matter, in other words. But that's not right at all. Research tells us, and anecdotal experience tells us too, just remember back to that feeling when somebody did something out of the blue that was kind, that made your day better. We have got to change our thinking and how we go through the world because we know that kindness matters and it's life-giving. Listen, we've all read the news stories and the statistics Loneliness, anxiety, stress, illness are at an all-time high. People are lacking in well-being. We are not feeling good. And in fact, on next week's show, I'm talking to the well-being doctor about how to cultivate greater well-being in our lives. It's up to us to do that. But we can help each other by creating the sense of connection, by validating our humanity, right? With all these feelings of anxiety and loneliness on the rise, we can come back to kindness and make a big difference, not only in our family, in our little communities, but in our schools, in the world. Because kindness is a pro-social behavior that links us to our tribe. Think about it. Who do you hang out with? Are you hanging out with people that are rude, disparaging, those that put you down or make others feel less than? Or do you want the people in your life that lift you up? that do good things in the world, that are trying to leave something better here. That's who I want in my tribe. And, and, and we don't have to go back to cave person days to know the value of that, right? In evolutionary times, we needed to get along with the people we were living with so that we could have access to the food and the skins and the supplies that the tribe was sharing. If you were unkind to someone else, the tribe didn't want you around and you were less likely to survive. I think it's exactly the same now. We're not being chased by tigers. We're not worried about poison berries. But dang it, this world is lonely and hard. If we can't connect to one another, if we don't belong to something bigger than ourselves, uh, a volunteer group, a family, a friend group. And as adults in particular, we have to get out and cultivate that, right? 
cultivate a relationship with our coworkers, cultivate a relationship with the parents of our kids' friends, work on boards and committees. And it sure as heck helps to get along, to make the process more fun, more resilient, more agile for everyone if we treat each other kindly. And I feel like we're getting away from this. My friend introduced this on uh, my Facebook feed the other day. You know, you do a kind thing for somebody on the highway, you let a car break in and people are less likely to wave. People don't RSVP as often as they used to. We're so busy, we're so unaware of the other that we're forgetting to do the basic things that are also good for us. Acts of kindness, listen, they don't just help the recipient, right? Don't they make you feel good too? We've got to change our thinking. We know that kindness matters and we also know it's life-giving. You want to breach loneliness? Act kindly towards someone else or receive the kindness with grace and let that feeling fill you up, okay? Kindness is pro-social behavior, but it's also a whole lot more fun and it spreads. Often people who are the recipient of any kind of kind act carry it forward to someone else. So that means right now we cannot play small. We cannot play small. And as we see from research, including the cupcake study, people feel better and uplifted and more connected when we give it out for no reason at all. Kindness does not have to be earned. You don't even have to deserve it, right? Kindness is our responsibility. Nobody asked for it. We decide whether we're going to act kindly or not. So in this way, it says more about us than the person who is a recipient of our kind act, right? So really, we get caught up in the cycle of overthinking, well, I don't have the time or the money or uh, they, they won't appreciate it or it doesn't matter. It's just a little thing I can do. It doesn't matter. We end up overthinking it. But I think this is more of a statement about our vulnerability because it's hard. They, being kind and, and doing that to a certain degree can leave us feeling exposed. It says something about us, right? And when we are feeling vulnerable and exposed, there's the real danger of being rejected. Now, I'll tell you what, a few years ago, I'm driving down this busy street that I live near, and I saw this older woman coming out of the grocery store, and her arms were full of grocery bags, and she was headed down the, the block. And it looked I mean, there's nothing there. So I knew she had a few blocks to walk at least. And so I pulled over and, and gave her some space as to not scare her. And I offered her a ride. Now, I'm a stranger and there's lots of reasons that that might not have been okay to her. I'm aware of that. But she said no. And I felt a little ping. And then I had to get over myself because we can act kindly and accept Whatever happens after that, kindness is not about the outcome. It's not our business. It's a gift we give. It's a decision we make. So I reached out with a kind gesture. She said, no, thank you. And that was no longer about me. And I imagine that she went through the day, whether she wanted the ride or not, feeling more connected that somebody noticed her and offered her a ride. 
Because there are times I've received an act of kindness that maybe I didn't think I needed or I wasn't going to eat the cupcake, but dang, it felt good to know that somebody took a minute to think about me, to notice me when they didn't have to. It sure lifted me up. That's what we're talking about today. These random acts of kindness that can change not only the world, but how we feel about ourselves and the day we're living in. And we're going to come back and talk about some ways to do that right after this message on Polly Campbell Simply Says, part of the best business network of Electricast. And we're back. Remember, I started the show with a question for you. How would you feel if somebody just gave you a cupcake out of the blue? And then how would you feel if you did a favor for someone and then they gave you a cupcake? Would one reaction outweigh the other? I mean, either way, you're getting the cupcake, which is delicious. As long as I'm not baking it, it's delicious. But I think we all know that that feeling that we get when somebody just does something nice for us for no reason at all makes us feel validated and warm and and maybe more hopeful. Uh, a few years ago, when I was really struggling with my health, I was headed down to the beach. And if you've ever been to the North Oregon coast, uh, you know, the, the prom in Seaside has a series of parts, a series of steps that lead down to the beach. They were filled with sand and they were all wonky and there was no handrail. And I was really staggering. I couldn't get down the stairs and I took a couple steps down and I pretty much got caught there like I was on an, on an island because I was afraid that the next step I took I would fall and so I just kind of stopped and looked at my options and a woman was coming down the sidewalk above me and I saw her because she was wearing this colorful outfit and she came all the way down I don't know who she was. She walked down the stairs in a very polite and respectful tone said, hey, can I give you a hand? I put my hand on her shoulder. She walked me down the stairs. Nothing else was said, but thank you. And I can't get out of my head. All these years later, it made me feel seen instead of embarrassed, which I was feeling when I got stuck on the steps. I felt validated that she saw me as a woman who needed a helping hand and she didn't diminish me by talking to me in a childlike way or downplaying that concern. She just helped me. She just showed up and offered a few seconds of kindness and it made my day. And guess what else it did? It inspired me to be more aware of those things as I go out in the world. So I've been able to act in a kinder way in my own life. That's a choice she made, and it changed more than my day. And I imagine it made her feel good, too, because I appreciated the help. Listen, an act of kindness, we often overthink it and, and uh, you know, get wrapped up. Well, it won't be well-received, or I could be judged, or maybe they don't need my help, or it's such a small thing, and they have big problems. This is not going to help anything. We need to stop overthinking of and get into the arena, Okay. Stop overthinking and decide what kind of person you want to be today and every day. Do you want to be a kind person? And if so, then we have to look for those opportunities to connect through kindness. Now, there's a lot of ways to do this. And the simplest, most basic one is 
the thing that I'm seeing happening less often than ever right now. Look up, make eye contact, and say hello when you pass someone. When you're walking the dog, when you're at the check stand in the store, when you're going through the drive up, smile, say hello, say thank you, make eye contact, see people. We are feeling disconnected and lonely because even though we're going about our day in all the usual ways, we are not taking a moment to connect with each other. Now, are you going to be best friends with the woman in the McDonald's drive through Probably not. That's not what we're going for. But we're recognizing the humanity in one another. We're slowing our roll down long enough to see that we're all here, living, breathing, having a shared experience, and that alone matters. So lift your head up and validate the humanity in this planet. Often the best acts of kindness come when we're just doing what we do. When we have a unique skill or ability or talent that we share with somebody else, right? So if you love to cook and you're good at it, then make the casserole. Or if you love to bake, make the cupcakes. That's not my thing. But I can write somebody a letter. I call them love letters. Because if I write you a letter, I'm taking time because I care. It doesn't have to be romantic to be loving, right? That's where my skills are. So I write letters or thank you notes. That's a form of kindness. To acknowledge, if you're intuitive, to acknowledge when somebody in the office seems to be in a bad place or having a bad mood. If it's appropriate, you can just pat them on the shoulder or say, hey, hope you're having a good day and touch base. Let them be seen. I spent a lot of time talking with people who want to be writers and they're curious about the profession or how I got my start or in fact I've just changed that into a podcast so if you're interested you can listen to the newest podcast about Simply Write if you aspire to be a writer but I spent a lot of time in my career sharing answering questions sharing my expertise with others who care about writing because that's something I can talk about right? So go to your skills and expertise and the things you like to do and then be a part of that. If you're going to a regular board meeting and there's somebody who needs a ride, offer them a ride. Do what you do. It's enough. The best acts of kindness come when somebody shares their skills and expertise with me because then I get to experience them too. I get to connect through something that's important to them. Okay. Another way to uh, initiate acts of kindness are to look for inspiration. Elevate your mood. Sometimes we're at a low place and we just don't see it. Tune in to the good things happening in the world. The great acts of sportsmanship or gift giving or celebration or comments on the internet. Watch great videos. Read inspiring things. Surround yourself with people who are living active, engaged lives. And that builds our own good feeling and inspiration. And then we see opportunities for kindness everywhere. And finally, just, we gotta stop overthinking, right? And step into it. And I say this to me, I mean, I'm a big overthinker. Remember your power. Stop overthinking and step into it. 
who we are is enough. And sometimes I think we play so small because we feel less than, oh, come on. We are made of the same things, the same elements that make the universe. That is something. We are made of stardust, right? Share that with the world. Share that with your neighbor or your friend or your family member or the guy in the grocery store. Smile. Lift your head up and be part of the world. That alone is a kind act. And one thing I do, and this sounds pretty clinical, but it's true for me because I get so uh, fragmented, I guess, and unfocused that I write it into my schedule. There are ideas I have or things that I think would be fun to do or somebody I'm thinking about that I want to send a note to, and I will put that right into my daily schedule so I don't forget. Because while I'm all fired up at the moment, if it's something like I'm going to write a note to somebody that I, I need to do in a little bit, I don't want to lose track of it. So write it down. And then it gives me like two, two birds, right? Because I'm thinking about how much I care about them and how I want to share this note with them. And then when I actually do it, I feel good too. And I imagine them receiving it. But remember, kindness is a choice you make. Everybody has something to give. And it doesn't take much to change somebody's day or world. And when we act kindly, it changes our day and our world too. Because we become part of something bigger than ourselves by lightening the load for another. I don't know. It's something I've been thinking about. What kind of cupcake do I want? Well, okay, I want the cupcake. Let's be straight on that. But I want the one that's motivated by a random act, by a thoughtfulness of somebody else instead of the one I have to earn all the time. And remember the research that says the recipient always perceives the act of kindness as bigger than we think it's going to be. It lingers, like the woman who helped me down the stairs. She's probably not thinking about it. I still am years later. It's interesting. I'm talking more about this on Substack, and you can join me there at polycampbell.substack.com and uh, find me at polycampbell.com. I touched on it at the beginning of the show too. I've spent my career writing about these things and I've started a new writing podcast called Simply Write. And you can also join my subscriber Substack of Simply Write where we really go in depth with Q and A's. I'll answer your direct questions, evaluate uh, pieces of work, go in depth in kind of inside baseball on writing, you know, go deep on how you can elevate the writing craft, but also create a writing business to sell your work, to publish your stuff. So if you're interested in that, you can find me on Simply Write, or you can check out the simplywrite.substack.com. Lots of places to find me now, and lots of ways to act kindly. I think when we all do that, it's not only going to make life a whole lot more fun and help us be connected to something bigger and brighter, but it will help us all live well, do good, and be happy. Welcome to Sarah Talk Solutions. Ladies and gentlemen, you've tuned into a bit of a different type of show. I'm Sarah B and I'm your host. You can find me on my IG, which is Aussie underscore Sarah underscore LA. I talk about amazing, relevant conversations and topics and what functions that goes on in this magical, wonderful, wonderful city of the City of Angels. 
my IG, which is Aussie underscore Sarah underscore LA. Introducing the Deep Leadership Podcast. Leadership is a people business. That's the philosophy of your podcast host, John Rennie. As a former submarine officer who spent 22 years leading businesses in corporate America before starting his own manufacturing business, he knows that leadership matters. Leadership matters. Deep Leadership is real-world, actionable leadership advice from John and his expert guests. Become a leader worth following. Subscribe today. Electric acid.